Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our healthy living coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. We want you to do it with style. Hello, it's a party time. Welcome to our power partners. This is the informational playground, Star Style. Be the star you are. It's brought to the airways under the species of Be the Star You Are charity. And we are your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. In today's show, we're going to touch on heart health. We're going to show how important it is to count your blessings and to have more gratitude in life. And then, of course, we'll go to the pool and talk about kids' summer safety and just how to have a great summer and um, stay safe. But the Miracle Moment right now is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. Make sure to visit our website, bethestaryouare.org, and be watching for a, a new newsletter and blog that's coming out. And this is from Confucius. He who wishes to secure the good of others has already secured his own. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a good one? Yeah. So it means <laughs> the bottom line is, is basically when you want to help others uh, reach their potential and live their dreams, it means that you are already confident in who you are. So we're going to get our motor humming right here, right away in Health Matters with our little health person, Heather Brittany. So, Heather, um, I know that there's a lot of, you know, heart rate apps out there and all this stuff with fitness, but we really do need to know more about how to keep our hearts healthy because heart disease is the number one killer uh, in America. So tell us what we need to know. Yeah, well, there's a measurement called um, heart rate variability. And what this abbreviation is HRV. And when we normally think about our hearts, we think about blood pressure, our pulse, um, and that it's important to have it. Um, but there is so many things that yes, know, I think so. Or beyond us that um, we just don't really think about. And there's little signs um, that can be positive things in our health as well as negative. So four things that every person should know, every active person, is higher fitness levels means fewer heartbeats. So, um, you know, if you're working out a lot and, you know, building up that stamina, and that's just why each day you can go a little bit longer, a little bit stronger, uh, a strong heart can actually push more blood 
excuse me, um, per beat than a weak one. So adult males, and this is uh, this information is just based off um, athletic, healthy males, but adult males um, who have an average heart uh, resting rate of 70 beats per minute, uh, is that's just kind of considered a standard. But while an athletic person can have as low as 30, heart, uh, 30 beats per minute, and sometimes people think, oh, you have really low heart meet, heartbeat to mean that something is, uh, is weak is going on. Um, but that could be further from the case. But So you just have to view everything within your own health and lifestyle that's going on. Um, also, dehydration um, can elevate your heart rate. So as we know, that fight or flight thing, stress, when adrenaline is pumping through our body, adrenaline can be a negative and positive hormone for us, but uh, negative in that way that we're scared and, oh, my gosh, someone's chasing after me. But as an athlete, it's adrenaline, that rush, that am I going to beat this person, you know, I've got to go for that pushes you further. It's sort of this, um, you know, instant sort of a natural drug that's put into your body that accelerates you and gives you that extra bit of power. Um, so when it comes to dehydration, um, your heart pumps oxygenated blood all around your body. And as you know, your body is made up of more water than anything, just as the earth. You need these things, and there's so much of it um, throughout the day, and we need to continuously replenish our body. That's why um, when someone is dehydrated and you have to do a, a blood draw, which I've never understood why a lot of times they tell you, I can understand them not to eat but not to drink. Um, yeah, I didn't get that either water. You know, I just was going to jump in there when you say that too, because you know I, I've had a couple, had to have a couple of epidurals for my back, and they'll tell me you can't drink anything, and I drink all the time, and then by the time I get there, I'm dehydrated, and then you know, then it's not a good outcome. So yeah, I don't understand exactly. that part. So, Why can't you drink water? Yeah, I understand when they're doing you know particular uh, fasting things, you know, regarding lipids or sugar levels, because um, they don't want to get a skewed uh, view if you know. Your food, when you eat things, your sugar levels and your calories and your everything goes up, but it's not a true reading. Um, but water um, is something that your body needs, and if you're dehydrated, you're going to have a difficult time um, when finding the blood. But then, if they're cutting off your circulation, that's what additionally uh, could lead to passing out. So keep those things and, in mind. And also. you know, I wanted to jump in there because I was actually going to talk about this in my third segment, but since you're talking about dehydration, I just thought I would sure. mention it now is that we can eat better. For hydration, because you know, with uh, the summer uh, um, upon us now, it's hard to drink enough to stay hydrated. But there's a lot of uh, fruits and foods that can get fluid into your body. And I just wanted to say that um, watermelon, a one wedge of. I was just going to say, I bought a watermelon today, and I was just going to say the one thing that is so awesome is watermelon, hence, hence the name watermelon. Yeah. It has 11 ounces of water in just one small wedge. So, you know, wow. that's really good for you. Um, another thing this summer, and there's plenty of it around, are peaches. And so a peach, um, if you have a peach, it has like five ounces of water. And strawberries, a cup of sliced strawberries have five ounces. Cucumbers have a lot of water in it. They have four ounces of water with just a small cup of cucumbers. Tomatoes no have about four ounces. Yeah, and no calories. Um, a, a cup of chopped zucchini has four ounces. This one I didn't really know about, but it makes sense, and I do like it. One ear of corn on the cob mm. has three ounces of water. So, you know, for I'm all those people that are going to be putting corn on the grill, that's a good idea. It has water in it. Hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, I was going to say watermelon is a fan. Water and celery are fantastic ones, and they have this thing of basically negative calories that you burn more calories chewing them um, than they're actually consuming with them, and they have. Oh, such is a that high right? Water wow, that I like yeah. that. So, so a healthy, <clears throat> excuse me, healthy things there. <clears throat> Excuse me, I need a little water myself. Um, yes, and take a the drink of water. one last thing I wanted to just talk about with um, things you should know about your heart is that your heart, like every other muscle, needs a break. And so, you know, athletic trainers, and I'm all for, you know, to work out every day to get a physical activity. It doesn't mean you need to have a strenuous thing. And, and various um, uh, health fitness people will recommend, you know, that you have your intense days and your break days. And think about too that just as life is and as work and, and emotion that we have our hard days, we have our easy days, our hard weeks, our hard months, but allow yourself to just take a break. So still continuing to have physical activity every day because that is good for your overall health as well as your cardiovascular health, but it doesn't have to be a strenuous activity every day. And that's actually what leads me into about this app thing that I first touched on about the heart rate uh, variability is that um, when you're having a heart attack, uh, the, the heartbeat actually will be very you know, almost like a metrosome, boom, boom. But when you have a healthy heart and uh, some, excuse me, I need to drink a glass of water. Um, But when you have a healthy heart, it's all over the place. And a lot of people don't know that. And things can be different from one day to the next. And you don't know, is this beat today? Is this is this the heart attack beat or is this the fact that I'm athletic and my heart is resting at a nice and slow, slow pace? So it used to be um, to track your HRV used to be something, and this is something that um, coaches and athletes have uh, used a lot, especially for Olympic athletes, because as um, just as your heart is a muscle and your body's muscles and organs and all that, that you need uh, rest time. And the biggest thing is about. of athletes will go right back into training and hurt themselves and over-strenuate themselves. And as if you know, recently I had an injury, and I have to say it's so frustrating of having the mental feeling of wanting to go but having these physical ailments. And the thing is taking rest, taking time off, and reducing your things. But checking your... And are you resting and are you taking time off? Because I know that you really like to exercise, and it's so important to take that, uh, that break. Yeah, and finding, you know, for me, it's been finding modifications of things because I'm not someone who can just sit, you know, the the worst nightmare is, like, be, to be on bed rest for me. Um, but that was never the thing. I'm, I was never, you know, told I need to do, but now just finding modifications. So still finding ways to be physically active, but in ways that won't agitate or further injure myself. So it's been a quest, but hopefully this knowledge will, I'll be able to pass on to future clients. Um, but as I was saying before, this is something um, that uh, coaches have used, especially with Olympic uh, athletes, to test this to see if, okay, are they ready, you know, to hit the laps and do a thousand laps again? Or, okay, today, you know, maybe they should just, you know, work on conditioning or something else. And it used to be they had to have these big, heavy, expensive machines. But now, with the wonders of technology, an app is available with um, a small device that you would just attach to it. Um, and what uh, what exactly so this this app um, I don't know the exact cost of the app I think it's about ten dollars and the um, finger sensor or heart rate strap that you attach to your finger and attach to your phone um, connecting it to the app uh, via oh god Bluetooth um, is about eighty dollars so for less than a hundred dollars 
um, you can test this. And what you do is just you start by testing your heart, um, testing your heart every day for about two weeks just to establish a baseline. They said that your heart beats differently every day, and you want to kind of figure out, okay, what is your algorithm or what is the most consistent? And then from that, you start controlling the variabilities um, with your HRV at the same time. So each morning when you're getting out of bed, it's going to give you one score. When you're working out, it'll give you a different one. And if um, you get a score of, so it's scored from 1 to 100, and if you get a score that's less than 60, um, what that means is that your nervous system, which controls your heart, hasn't recovered yet. And your nervous system, you know, that's uh, everything, you know, psychological going on, but that will also control movements, twitches. Um, that can also be other signs. We've talked in other shows uh, about if, you know, twitching in the muscles and stuff isn't all bad. Sometimes that can be just a muscular reaction of when you've worked your muscles. But it can also mean that there are certain uh, nutrients and minerals that uh, you're missing in your body. You're not getting enough of. And those are your body's sort of little warning signs of, hey, this is, you know, kind of speaking up in a way that you need something. Um, but if you score uh, over 60, getting closer to 100, that means your body is, you're ready to go. So keeping those things in mind, um, just see. So ready to go, overall. meaning ready to go. Ready to go work out harder again. So Okay, good. Okay, I'll work out harder. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, you know, uh, I need a, a rest day. I mean, really, you know, that you need these rest days because that will help will build the muscle back up. But also you don't want to rest too much. It's finding something that's going to articulate uh, to your best fitness plan. So speaking with your doctor, um, if you go attend to a gym or maybe your uh, personal trainer, whatever it may be, is finding something that's going to work properly for you to get you into, um, if it's just to maintain health or um, if you're seeking to improve your, your outer performance or anything, you can always talk with a medical uh, professional first. And something you said right at the beginning that kind of attached to that quote um, about, you know, when you are able to help others, that you're helping yourself, it means that when you've found your purpose, really, in, and it's, you know, helping others or, or just others, when you feel they find that you have that meaning in life, you have that sense of fulfillment. So that's, you know, helping other people find their own fulfillment um, is not daunting to you. It feels even more fulfilling. And they've actually now, America, we talk so often about how uh, really, you know, we, there's been such a decline in health. And now there's been this big, you know, initiative of bringing back, and, and actually Michelle Obama's been really front forward of saying, you know, start early, start with kids, get these ideas grained into them that a healthy lifestyle, healthy food choices, um, we, you know, we have everything that's so processed and over convenience wise. Um, but there are actually more humans that are more, excuse me, more Americans, uh, they're living to 100. And we've known for a long time about uh, the Okinawa. Is that in, in, no, in the, yeah, the Okinawa. That Okinawa, was the Okinawa yes. report. But also, Okinawa. it's and, supposedly Tokyo, where you were, you know, last year, has over 100,000 people living over 100. It's like the biggest city, density-wise, that has people living over 100. And it's probably yeah. all the same things as the Okinawans yeah, because said, they have a higher you know, purpose and have yeah, a, um, you know, have good community and good food and all of those things. Exercise. Yeah, well, um, well, about with the Japanese, they found so many things. That, but um, one of the main things, and I mean, we talk especially with so much uh, with Be The Star You Are, about having that purpose in life and feeling fulfillment 
Um, and it's an ongoing quest. I think really when someone says what, you know, when your quest of life, I think, is trying to find what is your purpose. That's why when people say, you know, I felt so lost for a long time or, or you know, when you change jobs, there can be that or you get out of a relationship or something. There's these moments of loss of trying to find who and what you are, you know, eat, pray, love, finding yourself. But they've actually, um, they did an American study of uh, 136 100,000 people of the U.S. and Japan for seven years, and they learned that the people that reported that they felt the most fulfillment in life, that they found they had have, they know their purpose, um, were living at 20% uh, longer and had fewer and had as well had 20% lower risk uh, for heart disease than those who didn't. And, and we know that so much things, physical things affect us, you know, our, our outer things affect us emotionally and emotional things really do affect our heart. That people can, I, I think, you know, it's a lack of better words. There's actually, you know, uh, scientific typical wording of what's the phenomenon that's going on. But I think people can die of a broken heart. I think people can Yeah, I know. I think you're absolutely of, right. Of sadness. It's that, and, you know, and you see that so much that depression and things that affect, I mean, depression, uh, maybe that just using it as this as an example, of, uh, lots of times is that people kind of feel that sense of wondering of, you know, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know, you know, what's, what, what to do and feeling that really sense of loss. And that we know that depression oftentimes, you know, leads to poor choices, higher chances of alcoholism. People tend to go towards emotional comfort foods, which we know tend not to be so healthy. Unless your emotional comfort food is watermelon, then that's a great comfort food. Um, but right. choosing the comfort food. has more water in it, right. That's right. Exactly, exactly, which we know everything, you know, is, is this big circle. Everything connects to one another. So finding that sense of purpose, and, you know, it takes over time, but maybe those little things is the biggest thing is getting involved with things. I think that can help you find a greater sense of purpose. Being something, senses, you know, of community work, of volunteering, a lot of times that can be sometimes if someone's, you know, trying to find what it is, their job, or they've moved, doing that thing of helping others, of seeing something beyond yourself, oftentimes can really help you look back within yourself. So, Again, heart-healthy information. Um, another thing, too, is work out, working out harder as you age. A lot of times, you know, they, you know grandmas now or people that kind of slow down, and you see that, too, that, uh, of course, it, it is science that as we age, our bodies, we can no longer, you know, lift these heavy bags, and we have the aches and the pains, and oftentimes it's because maybe we went a little too harder when we were younger, and we didn't think about the consequences. We didn't, you know, take the time to nourish ourselves. But they found that middle-aged or older people who do high-intensity workouts, and, for example, uh, a bar workout is a high-intensity but low to no impact. That means you're getting your heart rate up, but you're affecting your joints um, and your ligaments at a no to a minimal uh, range, which is really good, especially as we age, that, um, you know, we need to get our heart pumping, but our body doesn't have as much um, elasticity to it anymore, and that's things become more brittle and... Hence, you know, the Bengay has to come out. So finding something, uh, <laughs> swimming is another, it's true, swimming is another thing that's uh, high intensity but low impact yes, on your joints. Yes, swimming is great. So, and what about bicycling, too? Bicycling, no, you know, uh, yes and no, there's mixed things with it. Um, because bicycling actually, 
uh, and I, I, mean, I love bicycling. I end um, up in hills and all that kind of thing. I have this little beach cruiser, um, but it can have various effects on your joints. And sedentary-wise, it's doing something different to your body than wor- versed um, jogging or running or, or walking. Um, it's finding something that's going to be vested to you. But bicycling is an excellent form. It just intends um, when or exactly if you have any pre-existing joint issues, that kneeling position, that could be something that could agitate. Um, agitate your knees or spinal things. For me, currently right now, uh, when I, I can't sit for very long, and that's something because of a pinched nerve in my shoulder and my neck. And you wouldn't think that being on a bike would affect it, but when I'm on the bike, I realize oh, I can't do this anymore. And it's not that my legs are tired; it's that my neck, my back, I get this exhausting pain. So, finding you know exactly when you're uh, incorporating other tools into it, um, finding something that uh, isn't going to affect any pre-existing joint issues you may have. And also what we talked about, too, is uh, that, you know, the Japanese have been living for, for very long, what we're finding. Um, one thing is about their diet. More and more uh, we're finding, of course, that natural, healthy things uh, that, you know, they eat a high intensity of fish, and rice. They also have smaller quantities. That's why, you know, America, we've kind of turned everything into this all-you-can-eat, these big platters. Supersize you. Yeah, supersize. In Japan, you know, when you order, it's that you you get one thing at a time, almost that, so you savor it, you enjoy it, and you can continue in having as much as you like, but they sort of have this thing of these smaller, tiny meals throughout the day, and good for digestion, but also um, it's going to help, they said that, you know, eating more plant-based diets um, healthy grains, lowering the amount of uh, red meats or sweets um, can affect and reduce your chances of Alzheimer's. Uh, there's been so many studies that have done within lab rats, and as we know that we've seen some, you know, that connotation, that connection with it, but they've found really things with acetines and sugars of how that affects um, the brain and, you know, over time creating those fatty tissues. So I hope as I continue to age um, that, you know, by then we have more apps and more, uh, you know, just cure for all for that. But in the meantime, we can take these small steps of having our heart, our healthy heart, um, which is sort of the heart and the brain are there, are two things constantly fighting against each other, but the two most important things within your uh, sort of your mechanical system of, of health. So taking care of your heart in so many ways of, you know, eating healthy, exercising, finding that sense of purpose. If you're looking for a little bit more purpose and you want to get involved with something, you can get involved with Be The Star You Are by checking out our website, Be The Star You Are. Dot com, uh, as well as starstyleradio.org, as well as starstyleradio.com. And two easy ways that won't cost you a dime uh, that you can help contribute is changing your search engine to good search. Every time you search, Be The Star You Are gets a penny. Every penny adds up, and it doesn't even cost you a penny. And when you use Amazon, to uh, going to Amazon section called Smile, where you select a charity of your choice, which you will select Be The Star You Are, and it costs you nothing, but every time you purchase something by using the Amazon Smile with Be The Star You Are as your selected uh, charity, a small percentage, again, just pennies on the dollar of um, your purchase, Amazon donates. So, again, it costs you nothing. Amazon is helping in, but every penny helps, Karen. So that can be your first little sense of purpose there. 
Oh, I love it. Well, thank you, Heather. That is so true. And I use I use all of those. I only use Good Search and I only use Amazon Smile. And we've just started a new fundraiser that you can find at, uh, at, at our blog or on our website at bethestarur.org. That is just an online fundraiser that one of our volunteers started for us. And I don't know if we have any donations yet, but it's kind of fun <laughs> to start this. So you could be the first to donate. Well, when we come back from break, we have a lot more coming for you. So we don't want you to go away. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We're going to count our blessings, so stay with us. Be the star you are. The star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business. Well, thank you so much for staying with us here on Star Style. Be the star you are where we hope to help you change your life for the better and help you to realize that you already are a star. Well, in this segment, I wanted to talk a bit about gratitude because there are really many ways for you to feel grateful. And, you know, I've, the last month has been kind of a challenging one for myself and my family with the deaths in the family. And I, I'm just grateful to be alive and grateful for every second. And what I've always found in life is that the more gratitude you show in life, the more you will have to be grateful for. It's kind of one of those conundrums, you know, real gratitude really and truly does create joy in your life. So I'm going to give you a few tips on how you can be happier. And that's something that we all look forward to in life is how to be happy when we are grateful, you know, by showing our appreciation 
by counting our blessings, whatever it is you want to call it, gratitude really is a key component of your physical, emotional well-being. In fact, feeling thankful translates to better moods. It's better for your sleep quality. You get a higher sleep quality. It reduces stress. And as Heather was talking about heart health, it actually reduces inflammation in heart failure patients, according to a new study that was published by the American Psychological Association. And day-to-day perks like these make the habit all the more worthwhile. So what gratitude does or counting your blessings, it really can improve your weeks. Try a couple of these exercises that, that I do, and I've written about them in my book, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference. And that book is pretty much a lot, or mostly about being grateful and counting blessings. So try jotting down all those wonderful moments as you go through your day. You know, when you have a, a like, woohoo time, write it down, because a study from gratitude expert Robin um, Emmons, who is a doctor, showed that people who kept weekly gratitude journals were more optimistic and happier over than over other people who just recorded their hassles or uneventful happenings. And, you know, that's something that a lot of people do is they'll write down the things that they're upset about, but they're not going to write down the things that they're happy about. So how do you do this? Let's talk about creating a grateful or a gratitude journal. Just get a journal or a notebook, or you can even do it on your computer, and you start writing things you're grateful for at the end of every day. Now, what I like to do is I just have like a running dialogue on my computer because I actually don't like writing with pen and paper. I can't read my writing anymore. I think too fast. I write too fast. And I can't believe that I ever did shorthand and was able to read it or that I used to get straight A's in handwriting in grammar school because my handwriting, everyone asks if I'm a doctor because they can't read it. In any case... Uh, When you do this, if you're doing it on your computer or in your journal or a notebook or wherever, write at least three things down that you are grateful for. for. Because I think there's three things that happen to us at least every day that we can be thankful for. I mean, it could be as simple as, you know, a pillow to put your head on or seeing a sunrise or a sunset. And at first it may seem difficult to come up with things, but write about whatever you can think of, even if it seems insignificant or silly. You know, a lot of times for me, it's just a beautiful flower. I mean, it's so unexpected. I walk into the garden and a new lily has burst open. And that's kind of on my list at the end of the day because it's made me so happy. And it's made me just feel, you know, like I'm connected to the world. So that's the first thing. And then even on your worst days, think of three things. And remember that when you look at things with gratitude in your heart, joy does return to you. So really try to do that. The other thing about gratitude and counting your blessings is it tightens your bonds with other people. When college students who were mentoring high schoolers received a handwritten thank you note from their mentee, They rated the mentee as having a warmer personality. This was um, a study that was done in Emotion last year in 2015. And they were more apt to give the high schooler their contact information and to stay in touch with them. And, you know, I have to say that on a personal level, too, is that, and I suppose it's just kindness begets 
kindness. When someone says thank you to you or is good to you, you just tend to want to be with them more. You gravitate to them more and they become part of your blessings that you are counting. So you want to definitely uh, consider that. Also, counting your blessings makes you more resilient. When people express gratitude by thanking others, for example, they tended to have higher self-esteem and in turn appeared less vulnerable to depression or hopelessness. And that's a really big thing is that when we can find the small things in life to, um, to be grateful for, the big things we are just ecstatic for. And it, uh, the little things that happen to us, you know, instead of just looking at everything as a problem, we see the opportunities in every problem. So be grateful, you know, be grateful. Because it, when you have gratitude in your relationship, it really boosts your commitment and it really boosts your relationship together. It binds you. And then it also bolsters your patience. In a study that was published in Psychological Science, participants who were asked to recall a time they felt grateful then choose between getting a smaller monetary reward soon or a bigger one later. They were more willing to wait for a better payoff than those who didn't have thankful thoughts. So that is just another reason, you know, to be grateful um, also, I just really believe in being grateful for what you have and not to be focusing on what you don't have. When we're grateful, we are rewarded with a sense of honor and personal strength. So really look at life. I say this in my book, Be the Star You Are, as a gift. Everything is a gift. So say thank you for every gift you receive, whether it's positive or negative. Life might be giving you a lesson in appreciation, and when we're grateful for everything, gratitude really exalts our heart. Try this little exercise during the next hour, if you can. Say a sincere thank you to anyone or everyone who does anything nice for you, whether it's your family, your friends, your co-workers, or anyone. And when you get something from someone, make sure to write a little thank you note and then put it in the mail, even if you do have terrible handwriting <laughs> like I do, because a gratitude really is an important thing. I um, also, I, this it relates to gratitude, but I really, I really feel that this is um, a great, um, I guess, learning tool. I don't know who wrote this, but... People have always told me, because I'm a gardener, that what I do is I grow people. And I agree. I, that's what I try to do, is I'm always trying to empower people. And this was a, a poem that was called, What You Sow, You Will Reap. If you plant honesty, you will reap trust. If you plant goodness, you will reap friends. If you plant humility, you will reap greatness. If you plant perseverance, you will reap victory. If you plant consideration, you will reap harmony. If you plant hard work, you will reap success. If you plant forgiveness, you will reap reconciliation. If you plant openness, you will reap intimacy. If you plant patience, you will reap improvements. If you plant faith, you will reap miracles. But... If you plant dishonesty, dishonesty, you're going to reap distrust. If you plant selfishness, you will reap loneliness. 
If you plant pride, you'll reap destruction. If you plant envy, you'll reap trouble. If you plant laziness, you will reap isolation. If you plant greed, you will reap loss. If you plant gossip, you will reap enemies. And if you plant worries, you will reap wrinkles. So be careful what you plant now. It'll determine what you reap tomorrow. And most of all, it's most important to plant gratitude. And you will have more to be grateful for. I thought that was a very, very powerful Powerful uh, poem that has to do with gratitude. Well, when we come back from break, we are going to be talking about summer fun, but mostly summer safety. It's really critical now to be careful. A lot of schools are out. Kids are walking and playing in the streets. People are in pools. They're going to lakes and to oceans and on vacations. And we tend to just think, oh, it's summer and everything is safe. But that's not always the way it is. So we have to be really cautious and we have to take our safety into consideration. And we're going to talk about how we can do that for our families and our friends when we come back from break. So don't go away. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are with me, Cynthia Bryan, and I will be right back. Be the star you are, the star you are, be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you know what non-financial sales incentives are most effective with employees? If you said vacations or trips, you'd be in agreement with 85% of the population. Here are the incentives that the majority of the workforce would like to have in their order of importance. First would be trips or vacations. Second is face-to-face recognition and gratitude. Third is entertainment, including dinners, sports, or event tickets. Third would be merchandise that they actually want. Fourth would be awards and plaques. Fifth would be mentioned in the company newsletter. And of course, the number one priorities of employees is to work in professions that they love, with people they respect, where they feel they are making a contribution and are valued. Getting a trip as a reward is the icing on the cake. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite. For more information on booking a consultation, you can call 925-377-STAR or visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's 925-377-7827 or visit CynthiaBryan.com. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax deductible contribution to Be the Star You Are charity. A top rated nonprofit, Be the Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. 
Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, I'm glad that you stayed with us for our third segment here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. This is the Empowerment Show, and I am Cynthia Bryan. So I want to give you some helpful tips to keep your kids especially safe this summer. Now that, um, you know, summer is literally around the corner. School is out for many, many of the kids, and other kids will be getting out this week or the following week. There's lots of graduations, a lot of parties, you know, all of these things that are happening. And there is the most important thing is to keep our families and our friends and our kids' friends safe. So we want to uh, talk about what we can do. Now, sometimes... Parents rejoice at summer break, but it's really to the kids. I've talked to more parents that are like, "Oh my gosh, now what? You know, how do I juggle? How do I juggle work and the and uh, their summer break and them being home and all of that?" But there, for one thing, you know, there's no more lunches to pack. There's no more homework to hustle at nighttime. There's less rushed mornings, getting kids out of bed, you know, so that you can get uh, to school before the bell rings. Although. For all the working parents, there's still going to be some kind of rush. But we usually breathe um, you know, a united sigh of relief when summer comes around because summer is just such a wonderful time. It's like, you know, spring, summer, and fall are my favorite for sure because I love the warm weather. I love the fact that it's light until really late and there's just so many things that you can do and you can just be outside. And I'm an outside person and hopefully parents will want to encourage their kids to be outside and not just playing video games or hooked onto their computers. We need to unplug them. But we also need to be cautious when it comes to their kids' safety during the warm weather months because whether your kids are going to a summer program, to daycare, whether they have a nanny or they stay home alone during the day or even one parent is there, these are some tips that are going to help keep your family happy, healthy, and safe during the summer months and, of course, at any time of the year. The first thing to do is you really have to get to know your neighborhood. Now, you may think that you are already firmly planted in a beautiful, wonderful, caring neighborhood where you know all your neighbors or maybe you're in a newer area and you're still getting to know your neighbors. But you really do need to know who are the people in that neighborhood. They may be more uh, people that you're going to meet every day, but take a close look at the neighbors surrounding your area by perhaps doing a little Google research and performing a background check to confirm that there aren't any sex offenders or any other violators to be concerned about. You know, unfortunately, uh, a lot of... Um, 
predators are released into different neighborhoods and and the the neighboring homes or apartment buildings are not notified and that's really a big one it's going to provide you with with a huge peace of mind so take a step further and you know you might um, want to work as a team to help your kids be safe that might be by organizing a neighborhood watch or um, you know talking to some of your neighbors to do you know everybody maybe take a little piece of this pie also, make a point of not allowing your kids to answer the door when you are not home, unless they're older teens, and limit it to only people they know well. During the summer months, there's a record number of door-to-door salespeople that they push everything from lawn care services to cleaning products, and you don't want your kids to um, open a door to a stranger. So, never tell your kids this. Don't let them tell people that you're not home. So, you know, never tell anyone that you're not going to be home or that your kids are going to be home alone without parents. And never allow anybody into the house for any reason when a parent's not there. And even when a parent's there, if you don't know the person, even if they say their car's broke down or they need to use your phone, any of that, you just don't, you don't open the door. Now, parental controls on the internet. Parental controls are a very important step for parents to keep their kids safe while online. And even if you're home with your kids, you might be in another room. And just a video on YouTube can pop up and expose your kids to something that might be way beyond their years. So one minute they're watching, you know, Scooby-Doo or something, and the next video that pops up may be some adult content. And it might be pornography or it might be something that is really, really not appropriate. There are apps that allow you to not only block the inappropriate content, but there are apps that will let you choose the ratings that says G, PG, etc. You can also block certain sites and you can set timers so you don't come home to find your kids that have been on their iPads for eight hours straight. You really, again, I can't help but uh, encourage the kids to get outside to, you know, play basketball, run in the grass, go on a nature hike, do something that's outside that's in the fresh air. Very important. And this is why I really do believe in summer camps. I really think it's a great thing, especially for parents who are working either day camps. A lot of community centers are offering a lot of great programs. So look into them. Yes, they cost a little bit of money. It keeps your kids safe and it keeps them engaged. It's also important uh, to have guidelines um, and that you talk to your kids and you ask them to change passwords so that you can know what's going on with their electronics use. It's important to have these serious heart-to-heart contact uh, and talks with your kids about the importance of sharing their information online. I mean, you might be want to be in charge of the passwords and change them regularly so that only you can log on and then you, their kids can only get on when you give them that permission. You got to be explicit. You got to let them know the dangers of strangers that are trying to find out their contact information that may be trying to entice them to meet under a fake persona. And you want to make sure that they know the real life dangers that are out there. And not that you're trying to control your life, but 
you know, these this day and age, there's a different kind of stranger danger. Kids today have been brought up with the term stranger danger. But to most kids, it just means someone they don't know that knocks on the door, someone at the grocery store they shouldn't speak to. But that's not the case in today's society. It's important to really talk to your kids about what can happen and that the strangers are, it could be dangerous. The challenge is to speak to them about the realities, but not to scare them or make them fearful of all people. Obviously, you got to talk to them about any strangers that are hanging around playgrounds or public pools or soccer fields or baseball fields or gyms or anything like that. And if people look suspicious and have no reason to be at that spot, then you got to stay away. So tell kids what to do in the case, such as telling their coach or another adult that they trust. And they should also know what to do in the event someone they do know or have met before acts in a strange behavior that doesn't feel right. So be upfront and tell them always trust their instincts. And if an adult makes an inappropriate question or does something that makes them feel uncomfortable, um, that you know, they need to trust that. So, and that could be anybody, by the way, you know, it could be a parent that's driving them to practice. So there's a fine line between sharing too much and too little. And as a parent, it's a good idea to check out the people that are going to be in your child's life. Now, um, make a point of picking up and uh, and arriving, you know, with your kids on time. Just don't drop off your kids early or late without an adult present. Require your kids to remain at the field, at school, at the event, at the pool until you get them picked up. And if you can't get them picked up and you're going to send somebody, if they don't know that person, you should have some kind of private word between yourself so that you can uh, talk to your kids and and the kids can make sure that you actually sent that person. So you want to um, have some rules that are uh, in place for check-ins. So make some simple rules with caregivers or kids that they have check-ins at specific times so that you know that they're safe if they're playing down the street so that they can either call you or text you. Um, Be clear about what outside rules, what times they have to be home. And, you know, it probably makes sense to buy just a basic non-smartphone or some kind of reloadable cell phone for your tweens or teens in the summer if they're busy and away from you during the day just so you can have this. And then have those expectations for your kids. And that's going to help keep them safe. Now, also, we want to talk about some other safety things besides just your kids being safe. And that is for you, um, for everybody, you know, to be wearing sunscreen. Really, really important. Even if you have dark skin, sunscreen is really critical because there are all kinds of sunburns that can really lead to uh, to cancers later on in life. Besides your penalty for falling asleep at the beach, your skin can be penetrated by the UVA and UVB radiation from the sun, and that sustains cell damage. And as a result, what happens is the blood vessels in your skin expand and begin leaking plasma and other fluids that have inflammatory compounds, and that inflammation is the reason that your skin becomes red, puffy, and painful. And that's why your sunburn is the most painful after 24 hours. And that is something that can lead to skin cancers. Now, this is something that you can do for yourself and for your kids. To cool down during a workout or if you're just hot, 
try chilling your hands. What many, what you may want to do is take um, a bottle, a plastic bottle with water, and put it in the freezer. And then if you grasp that hand cooling device, which is your plastic bottle, you'll be able to be outside longer, work out longer, and you'll, um, it'll cool your palms, and that helps to circulate blood and pulls heat from the body. Now, uh, people who are driving, remember that your skin can still be damaged through a glass window because side windows don't filter out that UVA ray. So cover up when you're driving or if you're sitting reading a book, you know, in your sunroom or something, you really should be, uh, you always should just put on your um your sunscreen, first thing in the morning. Now, mosquitoes are out during summer months, especially in the south and any place where there's water. So you want to make sure that you dump all of your empty water vessels that are outside that are not circulating. So if you have like old tires that could have water in them or you have, uh, you know, saucers under plants so they have water in it, it only takes a day or two for larvae to develop. And the mosquitoes carry all kinds of of diseases as we know and right now of course people are really worried about the different strains that are coming in now if you get a mosquito bite itch here's something that you can do that will help keep the itching away press a warm spoon on the welt you run the spoon under hot tap water and then apply and what it is is that the heat relieves the itch in five to ten minutes now, uh, if you want, if you have a Capisense cream, that has an analgesic uh, effect. And that is just like uh, the Capisense cream is actually from a pepper. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, scrapes. If you get cuts and scrapes, this is a really great, a really great tip for everyone. And that is um, if you get a burn or you get a cut or a scrape, why don't you put some honey on it. I know people don't think that honey would be good for an open cut because it's sticky and it's gooey and all of that. But researchers at the University of Auckland in New Zealand found that honey reduces healing time significantly when it's applied to wounds or sunburns because it has an antibacterial and an anti-inflammatory property. So honey reduces scarring, another study showed, and all you have to do is spread it over your affected area and carefully apply a bandage, and that's going to be good for you. And then pool safety. This is the time when we are swimming, we're at lakes, and we are in the ocean. Just remember that everyone, if you can't touch the bottom and you're not a swimmer, you should be wearing a life jacket. And all young kids, if they're on a lake or near the ocean, should always have a life preserver on. And there should always be an adult nearby. You don't want to swim alone in case that you would get a cramp or anything like that. And never leave uh, toddlers or children by any kind of water when you are not supervising. Have a really, really fun summer, but you want to make sure that it is safe and, and, and that your family is protected. So happy swimming, happy summer, and keep away from that stranger danger. <laughs> So thank you so much for being great listeners and allowing Heather and I into your life every week. Make sure you tune to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, right here on Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel, every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. That's 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern. 
We love being your personal growth successes and bringing you great information and hopefully things that can help you change your life for the better or augment what you're already doing. For more information about Star Style Productions, visit CynthiaBryan.com. And if you want information or make a donation, that would be great to Be The Star You Are. Go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. You can find information about these radio shows at StarStyleRadio.com. And you'll also see our sister show, our teen show there, Express Yourself Teen Radio, which broadcasts on Tuesday at noon on the Voice America Kids Network. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. We want you to cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate this second of your life because it is all you have. And do read a book this week. It is like a garden in your pocket. So remember, until we are together next week, love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep you happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Make it a wonderful week of dreaming, creating, inspiring, and making a difference. Until next Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, make it a safe and happy summer. Thanks for joining me. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Be the star you are. Keep caring. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style. Be the star you are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.